I'm going to read out of James chapter, out of James chapter 3. Yeah, that's what I told him. And he said, now James, anybody know who James was? Who was James? He was Jesus, his earthly brother. But you know, James didn't believe that he was who he said he was, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. He didn't believe that till right towards the very end. And then he seen and he knew that he was. So James was writing this to the church. It don't say what church. That tells me he was writing it to all the churches back in that day, and it was for us today. And he wrote this, and he said, My brethren, be not many masters. Now I'm going to explain a little of this as I go through the masters he was referring to the teachers back in his day when a new church began. And it seemed like everybody wanted to be teachers in the temple when the temple opened. And everybody back then could teach with what they know, but they didn't really know and understand what they were teaching. So listen to this. He said, My brethren, be not many members, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation or the greater judgment. So it was telling them, and it's telling us today, as preachers and teachers and just everyday Christians, uh, we better be careful and know what we're preaching about and teaching about. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man and perfect. And I know some of you say, well, the Bible says nobody's perfect. Well, perfect in this pretense just means matured enough to do it. The same is a perfect man and able to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouth that they may obey us and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ship, which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small hem, or that just little thing at the back, where the captain stood and back and forth, and he could turn a ship of ten times the size of this church with. Whithersoever the governor listeth, even so. The tongue is what? A little member, and it boasteth great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that, that it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beast, and of birds, and of serpents, and of things in the sea is tamed, and hath been tamed of mankind. Verse 8. But the tongue can no man tame. 
It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessings and cursing. My brethren, he said, these things ought not to be. Doeth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, brethren, bear olive berries, either a vine fig? So can no fountain both yield salt and water and fresh. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning, Lord, for the good singing this morning, the Sunday school hour. And Lord, we've come to the place now, God, to look into the Word and preach it. Father, I just pray, God, today that you will be with us, be with me this morning. As I still don't feel well, as you know, God. But I know, God, that you will lift it up this morning. I just pray, God, that our ears this morning will be open to hear, God, what you have to say to each one of us. Let us this morning, Lord, listen, and let us check our own self this morning. And we acted in Jesus' name. And God's people said, Amen. Amen. You know, and I think the reason that God gave me this message, I've heard it preach, you've heard it preach, you preachers, teachers probably preach it and teach it. But I was sitting there the other day and I was reading, Johnny, And the thought just came over me. And some of you is not listening now. And the thought came over me, are you listening? Are you listening this morning? So many times we go to church and we go there because we've always went to church. Can I hear a hey man somewhere? And we've gone so long, Brother Jerry, sometimes we come to church because that's what we do. And that's good. But just going to church is not going to get you to heaven. Just going to church is not going to get you any smarter if you don't listen. And I got to thinking about that. And I thought, God, I really don't believe people's listening today. How many of you listens when you come to the house of God? See, some I was right. A lot of you, there's about a third of the hands raised in here. And about two-thirds what? Go ahead, Jerry. Sometimes. Sometimes. So my point is, this morning, we need to listen when we go to church. 
And the reason we get into trouble and the reason today, Mike, is the reason today the churches is in a lot of trouble is because uh, they've got into formality and they go just because grandma and grandpa went or daddy and mom went or just because somebody invited us to go. Well, that's good if you get invited to go, but just don't go to church because somebody invited you. When we go to church, we need to come to church to open up our ears, hey man, and listen to what the Word of God said. And that's what James was really talking about here. And he was talking about some important things here in the Bible. And he was talking about mainly, mainly and he was referring it to people. Now I want to go back there at verse 1, and he was talking here mainly to the teachers and all when everybody thought they was teachers. But James went ahead and he said, uh, you're going to be held in greater condemnation. Uh, in other words, uh, James was telling them back then, uh, and he's telling us today, uh, hey man, now don't go away from here and say, Brother Ralph said this, Brother Ralph said that. You got a Bible, look at it, read it for yourself. It'll be up here in the Scriptures. Will uh, you just leave here if you get your toes stomped on? Uh, and don't say Brother Ralph made me mad this morning. Uh, he got on my toes. If you want to go out and say, boy, Brother Ralph preached it this morning, uh, and buddy God walked all over me. That's all right. Then you've been listening to who said it. A lot of times the preacher gets the blame. Hey, man. When it's, and it gets the blame because they're not listening uh, uh, to what the Word of God says. Don't get quiet on me. Don't get quiet on me. And he went on down there and he said, in verse 3, he said, Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouth that they may obey us and we turn about their whole body. Now, I know Larry has, and I know I have, and I know a lot of you has. Uh, and we know when we put a, a set of bits, uh, now if we don't get the bits in the horse's mouth, uh, chances are they're not going to listen to us, are they? You can stand there and say gee or haw all you want to, uh, but them old mules are hard just going to stand there and not pay a bit of attention to you. But now you put a set of bits in their mouth, uh, and you say gee, and they're going to go gee, or you say haw. In other words, a little, just a little, little bit about like that goes in the horse's mouth. Ain't that right, Brother Larry? And I'm going to tell you something. A horse will weigh 3,000 3, pounds or whatever. Uh, it don't matter how big it is. Uh, that little bit, when you pull that line, he's going to turn that head and he's going to go that away or this away. Now, I'm getting somewhere this morning. Just listen and bear with me. All right? Then he went over and he illustrated again. In verse 4 he said, Behold also the ships, which though they be so great, and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whatsoever the governor or the captain guides it. In other words, it's just a small board-like, if you want to call it that, or a paddle-like, and it can turn a ship... Uh, and the captain stand there hooked to the wheel and he can turn it every which way he wants to and that little bitty thing down in under the water, it'll, that big ship the size of five times this church, uh, it'll go every which way that little thing on the back turns a paddle eye. All right? 
Is anybody with me this morning? Now then, in verse 5, he said, Even so, boy, we ain't going to like this. I'll give you permission and put your fingers in your ear if you want to. But I'll preach loud enough you'll hear it. Even so, the tongue is a little member. A little member. But and boasteth great things. Behold how great a matter a little far killeneth. Now what's he saying here? What's he saying? The tongue is a little member of this body. Is that what he's saying? And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among the members, talking about the members of this body, that it defileth the whole body. Boy, I ain't getting no hey man. We'll just say it. God, I hate to do that. That's embarrassing. (laughs) Is anybody listening now? All right, we'll go on a little further. Let me back up. I don't want you to miss this. Even so, the tongue is a little member, and it boasteth great things. I can get up here and I can say, boy, I'm a millionaire. I got more than any of y'all in there. But does that make it so? I can tell people, hey, I drive a big Cadillac. When I've got a little Jeep sitting out there. So that don't make it so either, does it? He could, I can say I'm the smartest man in the world, but that don't make me the smartest man in the world. But with our tongue, we can say whatever we want to say. Amen? Stay with me. I'm going to slow down this morning because I don't want you to miss it. And our tongues. Heck, you boast great things. But it's just like it's a deadly weapon. Our tongue can be as dangerous as a forty-five with a hammer cocked on it. Now this tongue is the least part, perhaps most the least part, of our body. So it defile, it can defile the way you use it, it can defile the whole body. Or he can glorify God in the whole body. All right. So it boasts great thing. Behold how great a matter just a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire of hell. What's that telling us? 
You better be careful how you use this tongue uh, because if you don't be careful, uh, that's going to be what's going to send you to hell. Now, I know none of y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Y'all, you do? Oh, good, Mark. Even one out of this crowd does. Because I know, or I, what, let, me, let me back up. Let me ask this before I say I know. All right. How many of us has tucked this tongue and defiled the whole body with it? Huh? Hey, boy, I'm getting some amens in hand that I ain't never seen back there before. These tongues can destroy not only you, but those around you. For every kind of beast and of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea is tamed and hath been tamed by mankind. Mankind has tamed the lesser of his creation. They have tamed anything and everything they set their mind to. Larry got horses and all, and he probably owned them and didn't know a thing, young ones. And he had to train them, and you trained them, didn't you, Brother Larry? And you trained them where they'd go gee or haul just at your mouth. Amen. You've trained them to where you say, go and get up, and they'll get up and stop, and they'll stop. You've trained them. People has trained birds. Brother Sidney used to have a parrot out there at the house. And it was a talking parrot. And Amber would come in the house, and she would leave, and Amber would say, uh, and it would say, bye, Amber, bye, Amber. Y'all remember that? Say, bye, Amber, bye, Amber. And you could say something. You better be careful what you said around it. <laughs> See, man has trained about everything. They've trained wild dogs. They said he's, they've trained everything in the sea and on the land. Man has trained them. They're the lesser, lesser creation of God. The greatest creation God created was mankind and womankind. Amen? Some of you may disagree with me, but that's what the Bible says. Let me go a little further. Let me back up to seven so you won't forget where we're at. For every kind of beast and of bird and of serpent and of things in the sea is tamed and hath been tamed of mankind. But listen to verse 8. But the tongue can no man tame. Uh, it is an unruly evil, uh, unruly evil, and it's full of deadly poison. Amen. We've all got a tongue. He's not talking to you, Mark, or Johnny, or none of you, or you, or you. He's talking to all of us. You say, well, he really preached on me this morning. How you know? Because he pointed at me a whole service. Uh, well, if you notice when I'm pointing two of one here and one here and one here, I've got six pointing back at me. I've got a tongue too. 
and had his control me sometimes. So why do we want to sit back and act like we're perfect uh, and we have never allowed our tongue to defile us? It happens every day. That's why the Apostle Paul, he wrote one time in the Bible, one of the greatest, uh, greatest apostles that ever wrote with a pen. And he wrote the most of these scriptures with his. Uh, he wrote them while in a dungeon under the ground with a little about 12 or 16 inch hole to reach stuff up and down out of. And he said, I die daily. What was he saying? I'm only human. I'm not perfect. And I want to tell you something. Sometimes uh, we allow our tongue to destroy uh, our salvation. We allow our tongue to destroy our witness for God. I'm talking to the Christian. I'm not talking to the lost people this morning. Brother Alvin, I believe we used to sing a song, uh, Be Careful of the Stones That You Throw. I'm going to, one night, Johnny, one night I want to get some of you young people to help me one Sunday night. And I, I am going to portray a scripture in the Bible. But I'm going to need, I'm going to need one lady and I'm going to need some men to help me. So he said, but the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Deadly poison. Now God, he said, we've done tamed everything, right? Mankind has tamed everything. The serpent. Well, let me tell you something. You let a copperhead, you walk up on a copperhead, say there's one laying there and I'll walk by, and man, he grabbed me by the leg and I can't get to a doctor quick, what's going to happen to me? And at about 90 degrees, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Full of deadly poison. <laughs> so I read that and I thought, well, that's full of deadly poison. You said our tongue was full of deadly poison. And, and here... Sometimes it might not kill you personally, but it'll kill you spiritually. How many believe there's a lot of Christian people that the tongue has drove them away from church and away from God? See, dude, we, we're not perfect. We're not perfect. And sometimes, sometimes, maybe, I don't wish we don't know the Word of God, we should know it, but sometimes I think we allow these tongues to do things without, without stopping and thinking. Huh? 
Are you listening this morning? If you're listening this morning, say amen. Amen. If you ever, if you ever let something come out of this mouth from this tongue, if you ever let it fly out about somebody, and just quick as you come out of it, did the Holy Spirit speak to you? If it didn't, you ain't saved. That, that's wrong. That's wrong. How many of you have been so mad? Been so mad? Boy, this is getting down to our living, ain't it? It's getting personal. How many times have you done that, said something, and just quickly you come out and say, oh, God, I wish I hadn't said that? Huh? Well, how many of us have been so mad at somebody or something that we heard the Holy Spirit say, that's wrong. But, we, but through our stubborn hearts, we wouldn't repent of it for maybe down the road a while. How many of you done that? Is anybody listening this morning? That's dangerous. That's dangerous. Well, I'll wait till I go to church Sunday and I'll go to all and ask God to forgive me. You may not make the church Sunday. God can hear you just as good right there in your vehicle or in the grocery store or in your house or wherever you're at. God can hear your repented heart anywhere. You don't have to be in church and you don't have to be on an altar up here at the church. Amen. And wait, you don't have to wait for three or four days or a week to get back to church on Sunday morning to repent of your sin. Paul said, I repent daily. I wake up in the morning and I start praying, Brother Lloyd, because I know I'm going to need the power and the help of God for what I'm going to be facing that day. Does anybody do that? When I wake up in the morning and I open my eyes and I see I'm alive, first of all, I said, thank you, God, for allowing me to see another sunrise. Sometimes we allow devil put their thoughts in our mind, right? And when the devil puts a thought in your mind, I can guarantee you it's not the right thought that you need to be listening to. Hey man, anybody ever done that? How many of you listened to Satan just a little too long and then the battle was on? Now we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. Through our stuff, we're stubborn or anything else. Do you know it? We are stubborn than one of Larry's old mules back there. So the Bible says everything else has been tamed but the tongue. And the Bible says no man can tame it. (laughs) I spend a lot of time, Paul, on trying to tame people down. I have. But you know something? I've never tamed one tongue out of your mouth down. Never. 
And I was sitting there and I thought when I say that, I mean keeping down trouble, keeping down gossip, and keeping down this and keeping down that. The talk, you know, the talk. I've tried the comics. And I sat there and I thought about that. And then I read that and I thought, well, I'm wasting my time on somebody else when I need to be spending it on myself. Amen. Because I can't do, I can't do nothing about it. I can't stop people out here, Brother Mark. I can't stop people out here from talking. Hey, man. But let me tell you something. The devil, as long as the devil's out there in the world, uh, I'm going to tell you something. The devil cannot get destroy the church. Hey, man. But when the devil can destroy a church, uh, when a bunch of gossip gets going on, and you start bringing it into the church, and you let the devil come in with you, and then the battle is going to be on. And sometime when it starts, uh, before it's all said and done, and the battle's over, people done left uh, just because of the tongue this morning. Me and God had a talk. And God said, I didn't call you to be a detective. (laughs) I didn't call you to be a lawyer. I didn't call you to be a judge. I didn't call you, boy, to be a jury. I didn't call you, boy, to be a persecutor. I called you to preach the gospel, to heal up the the ones that are sick, heal up the crippled, heal up the blind. Heal up those that are sin sick. You need to get back to doing what I called you to do. Because you ain't going to stop people from talking. Nobody never has and nobody never will. Amen. 